0: Jason, as it is every single week, today's episode of Lee Summit Town Hall is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds. Hey, you know, I I feel like we just say this over and over and over again, but
1: well, I would know. That's because they are our sponsor every week. Well, and it has the added benefit of uh, being true. Well, that makes it easier to say because it's really it. You know, I would say. Um, The politics of the universe aside, it is really a challenge to lie all the time. So I'm glad that we get to say things that are true in our advertisements. And the truth is, the folks at Budget Blinds are just good. Good people
0: always doing good things for the community.
1: And here they go doing more good things in the month of August. So Budget Blinds, 229 Southeast Main Street in downtown Lee Summit, wants you to bring stuff to help out the families that are supported by cold water that's right you
0: are encouraged to head down to downtown lee summit on friday night for the fourth friday art walk bring stuff for backpacks they are stuffing backpacks for kids in the schools we want you to bring paper pencils earbuds folders other school supplies and Backpacks. And backpacks even. So that Coldwater can distribute these to their network of families. This is just one more example of how the folks at Budget Blinds are doing some good, good work in the community, but how they are also asking for the help of this community. And Jason, I don't know how many times we can
1: say this either, but this community rallies. They do. They do a great job. Coldwater as and we we interviewed Coldwater well, I was over a year ago, I think, now, or a long a fair a fair stretch ago. And they were working on towards their building a building. Uh, they are still in that process. And Budget Blinds, to help go towards that process, is donating $1 per blind sold this month in August to the Coldwater Building Fund as they work to construct their new facility. So there you go, folks. Head on down there
0: this Friday for the Fourth Friday Art Walk in downtown Lee Summit. And, you know, hey, when you're shopping for some stuff for your home, go into Budget Blinds. Tell them Jason Nick hit you. Jason, it's coming it's coming it's almost time october look fall is just around the corner it, do you it, know what happens in october uh
1: i believe i know the word and i want i, w- I want to say it Let me i'm say gonna it. say it first chili fest. fest we'll call that a tie
0: all right hey chili fest and you know what here's the theme benefiting cold water of Lee summit
1: it absolutely is obviously Coldwater water of lee's summit is one of uh one of our one of our areas fine fine nonprofits. does a lot of good work and uh, and this year the return of Chili Fest after a little hiatus it is back. Um, it's going to be here at Bridge Space. And besides, I mean, look all the good stuff that it does: the money raised for charity, the cool event. Let's let's be honest. They get to celebrate us. Me and you, Team Link to Lee Summit. We're going to be cooking, Chili. and we're going to be taking home some hardware. We're gonna. We are confident in our capacity to take home some hardware, although it may be. You know, like the last place chili competition. Man, it's still hard work. It's hard work. <laughs> hey, so a win look, is a win.
0: If you want to eat good chili and vote, or if you want to cook, if you wanna, if you wanna to try to take on us, the LinkedIn Summit team, this is your chance. It's chili fest. They've got four categories, Jason. They've got the competition chili, they've got home style chili,
1: salsa, and wings. That is true. It's an option. Ob- Absolutely great opportunity to do like a business team or an organizational team to do like team building, bring clients, entertain them with that. You can come, you can cook, you can put your logos on all stuff, or you know what? You can just come buy yourself a spoon and go around and enjoy all the good stuff that you and I, Nick, will be preparing. That's right. So if you
0: want to both support Coldwater of Lee Summit and celebrate the fantastic cooking of Jason and Nick. You need to be down at Chili Fest in Lee Summit on October 5th at Bridge Space in downtown Lee Summit. And for more information, visit bridgespace.us slash chili fest.
1: Hello again, and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury, and as always, I am joined by a man who oddly did not envy my time this weekend with 21 tween and teen girls. It's Nick Parker the publisher of Link to Lisa. Uh, I it, yeah, there was no envy there. Look, look, we only have have one child. Uh-huh. And
0: he is a tween, But uh yeah, yeah, I I I no no you had
1: way too many. you know how girls like the house? Richter scale is like logarithmic so like a five is 10 times less than a six that kind of thing right right it's like if you add girls over about I don't know some number I think five is about the right number you get that it's like an exponential growth in noise <laughs> and 21 is a lot I'm just gonna say that out loud 21 is a lot
0: Well let me ask this question uh-huh Is there
1: foundational damage from the sound to your home? No, but I think the bats all left the neighborhood uh, (laughs) as a whole. So, Link to Lee Summon as always, is our source for all the news you need about our very fine city. And today's unofficial sponsor is the Humble Chicken Wing. Specifically one that is covered in betrayal sauce. (laughs) Nick Parker betrayed me. Well, that is some foreshadowing, folks, and we're going to get
0: to that. But, you know, can I tell you something for me? Uh Uh-huh. Betrayal is a sweet,
1: sweet flavor. I hope you choked on the chicken bones that come along with that sauce. <laughs> that's what I'm saying right now. I am bitter and I'm angry that somehow after all this time and all these interviews and all this work, did I get free chicken wings in an interview? No. Well,
0: let, hey, look, let's, let's let everybody know what we're talking about here. Hey, the Wings for Water event is coming up September 5th. This is, this is a local nonprofit, but what they do is they raise funds to help make bring access to water to people throughout the world and even here in the Heartland. So it's it's a nice local nonprofit that both offers you the ability to make a, a, a difference both here and, and abroad. And you can find out more about it later in this episode where I, by myself, interview two people from that Judas. organization. And in the greatest, Jason, the greatest suck-up move, I think, from any guest... They brought me wings.
1: I am, I am Caesar stabbed in the back by you, Brute. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All righty. So congratulations go out to Summit Christian Academy as they begin their 30th year. They were founded in 1989 with 32 students. And this year, they're coming their 30th anniversary in this community with a record enrollment of 837 students in preschool through 12th grade. Pretty impressive and a good on you to, I think, a pretty solid organization and a community, uh, a pillar in our community in in many ways. Um, And they've lasted 30 years, and that's worth celebrating. They are a good program here in our school. Another thing coming up, Jason, it's the
0: uh, downtown Fourth Fridays Art Walk this weekend. So head on to the downtown area on Friday. You'll enjoy some art, some music, some drinks. It'll be a good time. It's all. It's always good. This is the last Fourth Fridays event of the season.
1: One of our other big uh, fall events in the downtown specifically, but in Lee Summit as a whole, is Oktoberfest. And this year, uh, they are again having a uh, People's Choice Homebrew Competition, and applications are now open for that competition. It's going to be noon to 3 on the Saturday the 28th here in downtown. Oktoberfest attendees are going to get an opportunity to do a tasting event in the beer gardener while the homebrewers serve up what they, they have. So if you want to enter, you should go to lsoctoberfest.com for a registration form, and there are prizes available for those who do it well and do it in a showy way. Space is limited to thirty entrants, so get on it, folks.
0: All right, Jason, let's
1: dig into the show now. Hey, hey, I, you know, here's the big news of the day. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. School's back in session. It is. It is. Otherwise, a relatively quiet news uh, period in Lee Summit. You know, you know, I gotta tell, you, I gotta go tell go you on.
0: something. I, I I took a look uh, a
1: few days ago at the agenda for for city council. Yeah. I, I took a nap. I, you fall asleep right in the middle of that thing. that is <laughs> that is not exciting. even for uh, you know, I, even the stuff that we sent up even planning for nerds commission, like us. right. and the stuff I sent up for planning Commission like eh, eh, it's not gonna be that exciting. Yeah. so um there's but there is some things going on in in the district, some awesome, some some a little bit less than awesome. So
0: right, well, let's start off with a little bit of news. I think this is this is not uh, uh, breaking news to most everybody. I uh, we had this in um, Link to Lee summit on Monday. A racial discrimination claim has resulted in another lawsuit being filed against the Lee Summit R7 School District. As of our recording today, Jason, uh, the filing hadn't been totally processed and served to the defendant, which is the school district. And Jason, I'm
1: going to th- throw this over to you because you're the attorney with you know the boring experience. Uh-huh. But, but what does that actually mean? Well, in order for a lawsuit to be effective, you have to give, uh, and I'll call it, legal notice to the other side that they are being sued. And- is this the you've been served yes that is the, it's literally the you've been served uh the process and there are definitions about who can do that and how they do it and all that sort of thing it hasn't been done as of recording uh i think the biggest thing to keep in mind here and you can find all links to all the documents and the other stuff that's going on in the case at linkedly but keep in mind that this is still extraordinarily early in the process and even when the first burbling of this stuff came up uh earlier this year the district had maintained really pretty steadfastly quiet stance on this and they have not which is su- not surprising not surprising at all they haven't said anything in the public air nor have they filed any documents in response to or in opposition to anything that's going on in this particular piece of litigation so there isn't really a lot to say and everything that is said so far has been said by one side and not the other so we don't really know how the claims are going to come out and and what all's going with that but right. it, it's right. just It's out there. It's something that's been in the news. It doesn't really merit a lot of conversation yet because we don't really know much more about it. Right. So a little background, though. The filing stems from a complaint from Danielle Nixon,
0: who says she was not considered for the role of executive director of public relations because of race. Nixon was allegedly one of three finalists for the position, which was eventually awarded to Kelly Wachel, who holds that position now. Um, and, and and like jason said you can you can read the full petition and there's a there's a case management document from the court all of those are available at link to the summit.com there's a little analysis from one of our our guest columnists but i think it is i think it's very early jason and too early for you or i to kind of offer any armchair quarterbacking if right you will.
1: absolutely so it's just a it's we it's out there. It's probably the biggest piece of you know quote-unquote news. I just want to make sure we touch on it, and we're going to move right along. All right, so R7 also has received a top ranking from Missouri's Seal of Bi Literacy Program. I actually think this one's pretty cool. This is cool. The prior school year was the first year that the district uh, – participated in the program and there were 140 seals of biliteracy given given 137 graduates who demonstrated proficiency in second and if my math tells me there were some that actually demonstrated proficiency in a third language which is really impressive because really honestly nick you and i are not even arguably proficient in one <laughs> no no
0: you know i took i took german all through high school uh-huh. and college but i haven't used it since so i'm i'm very easily could guess that if someone came up to me and started
1: started speaking in German, I would
0: be lost. What, I mean, I haven't used it. At, in at 20, my at my peak, years. I
1: could curse really pretty fluently in Spanish, and that was about it for me. And I'm trying to relearn because of where my job is, um, but it's slow. And the best I can do right now is mostly understand things that other people are saying. I can't actually communicate directly in that way.
0: So I'm going to go ahead and say this from us. And hopefully from the rest of the community to those 137 graduates last year, good on you. Good on you.
1: Because ya. this
0: will mean a lot, and I think it's an important thing to do as, as we continue to become more of a global society. Hey, uh, Jason, I don't know if this is as huge a deal as maybe you know, 10, 12 years ago, but the school district, the LS- LSR7 school district, has a new app. All right. Well, So what does the app give us? Well, this is kind of it's a new one-stop uh, shop for all of the things you need to do if uh if you want to download this app from most of your your mobile app stores whether it's android apple whatever uh this gives you access to district news class news calendars i think you can even click through and, and uh, if you want to pay your bills or you want to give the my school bucks for your kids to get their lunch all of the access is through this one app uh look I was joking a little bit about, about that apps were crazy 10 years ago, but it's still oh, this is, this well, is a good was,
1: thing. Look, it's it's very good to give people quick and easy access. Absolutely. And it's one of those things I know it's like at one point there were apps for everything and then there were just they, like they all went away. And now I think they've figured out, you know, in situations like the city has done the same thing with their app the the district other organizations do that they understand that there's some value to provide And they figured out what that is and now they're actually giving people what is useful instead of just being another app just so to say you have one so that's a good thing for the district and hopefully will be a convenience for uh parents and students alike i i i think this
0: fits with a theme that you and i have all the time every show access 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 so the more the easier you can make make access to people the better one more quick note jason uh there's no new news yet but i think it's worth noting for us to say that the uh board of education has announced that they will be conducting interviews this week for the interim superintendent position so right now dr emily miller is serving as acting superintendent and what they're doing now is they're finding someone to to fill that role while they do the national search for the next full-time superintendent
1: I say and i've got a little hot uh public rumor to, I, I want to make sure that we're very clear on I am not a candidate for the interim superintendent job or honestly, the per, permanent superintendent job, seeing as I have both no qualifications or interest in the job whatsoever. Yeah, I got nothing there. Yeah, I can't, I'm, I'm just saying, saying I, I, yeah. I want to dispel all the rumors early on because you never know what people are going to say. <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> All right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna hear something from one of our sponsors, and then we'll be back with Nick's interview with Chris Turney and Chad Juarez about Wings for Water. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast
0: is brought to the people by First Step for Help. This is a free service to meet the behavioral health needs of the community. They focus on the state of Missouri, but extend the reach across state lines to include the entire Kansas City metropolitan area. They have highly trained master's level clinicians who accept and handle calls from anyone who needs help. And Jason, this is a group that is ready for if you. You think you need help? If someone you think someone in your family needs help, if you think a friend needs help, anybody can call
1: and they will help get things started. Absolutely, it's always confidential. Firststepforhelp.com is the 24-hour mental health crisis helpline by ComCare, which is a not-for-profit behavioral health management organization that works in collaboration with community behavioral health centers and other providers to continually prove access to affordable, high-quality, and effective behavioral health services. Their vision is a community where people are efficiently and effectively connected with high-quality behavioral health services supporting wellness and productivity for all. So, if you
0: think you're in need of help or someone you know and love is in need of help, visit ComCare at ComCare1.org or, very simply, First Step for Help. Dot com for community resources and a way to access an agency near you chris Turney, chad warz thanks for joining us today for the town hall podcast chris welcome back this is this is visit number two good morning mr parker if you have uh i think you've got six more visits and you will tie our current record holder for repeat <laughs> customer or guest i'm on their tail <laughs> there we go chad welcome
2: for your first time thank you thank you honored to be here
0: are you a long-time listener first-time caller
2: i am a long-time listener first-time caller yes big chris Turney fan i'm excited to be in such (laughs) presence of greatness right oh my goodness well we
0: are here today to talk about wings for water and this is a fundraiser competition and it is exactly what you think it is we are cooking wings eating wings and raising money to provide access to water. Is that—is that the best way to, to put it? My
3: goodness, what am I doing here? You nailed it. <laughs>
0: That's
3: exactly right. Combining well. Com, uh, competition, community, and uh, getting clean water to people who need it.
0: That is awesome. Well, I thought we would start out with an appropriate beginning. You guys have, I don't know, this might be the best uh, host suck-up move that I've had, and, <laughs> and this is a uh, the 239th episode of this podcast, and I think this might be the best suck-up move I've ever had from a guest. You brought me wings.
3: Chicken wings. We're going to have a preseason So uh,
0: you two are not partners. You're not on the same team.
2: We're not. We're on the same
3: page in a lot of ways, but for but not ways.
0: on the same team. Yeah. So let's start off with the the Chris Turney wing. Let's all take a bite. What have we got here, Chris? What 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 have we got? Let's let's do the uh, the old foodie TV show thing, and you, you tell us what we're what we're gonna eat. Listeners are gonna think that I'm more of a foodie than I am, but what we have here is first brined.
3: Uh, then it was smoked. I think this is an Applewood smoked chicken wing. Nice. And I'm gonna change back to hickory, I think. I know the, the the fancy barbecue people say hickory smokes too powerful for chicken. I think I'm gonna go back to hickory, but this is Applewood smoked. And then I dry rub it and finish it on the grill for a little bit of a crisp. And this one, I have to say, has been microwaved twice as well. <laughs> so we're not talking competition level today, but you'll get it on uh, Thursday the
0: 5th. Well that might um, that might take down the suck up level <laughs> a little bit that these are reheated, but you know what? I am I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna complain. So all right, Very let's good. let's let's take a little bite of the uh, the Chris Turney. Little wing chairs. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers? cheers. Oh that's tasty.
2: That is great. How awful to be a listener and to have to hear it but not even be able to experience the taste. Best
3: advertising ever.
2: That is fantastic. <laughs> it's a great wing.
0: All right. Well, let's do um, a. Right. Uh, now, Chad. Before we get to yours, yes, sir. You, uh, you own and operate the Juarez Insurance Agency, and you are the title sponsor of this competition. But I, I hear there's a better name for it.
2: There is. Chris has had this entire rollout of names, so I get to be the atomic level sponsor. I have, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we're the first
3: the first atomic, ever, the atomic sponsor. level sponsor this year.
2: That is that so, is. Yeah, we're we're excited. We're lucky. You know, I I always consider us blessed to be able to do what we do and to be able to partner with somebody like Chris and a great vision and and really kind of do everything we can to bring a spotlight on really cool local (coughs) events and cool businesses that are trying to impact our community. Uh, We're lucky to be here. Um, Couldn't be more excited to be an Atomic Level sponsor. Excited for you to try our wing because I've been... Mad labbing this for the last four weeks. I'm too competitive to put out a bad wing. How you many know, wings a week are you eating now, Chad? Five pounds a week. <laughs> you we know, wow. make five pounds, but it's not just me. And I need to give a little yeah. shout out. So, really good friend of mine, Ben Pridgeon, who uh, works for Sprint and is very involved here locally in the community. Great, great guy. He is way better at cooking than I am. And so I called him right away. I need you to be my chef. You know, I need some help. I'm, I'm too competitive, but I'm not good enough. <laughs> so I brought Ben in. So a lot of this is his mad lab stuff, and I just get to be the face of it.
0: That's awesome. Well, my, my first question before we before we try yours here, uh, is it an Atomic Hot? It is it, not. D- does it match your it does not. title? not. not even okay.
2: close. So a uh, little fun fact about me is I'm the um, least spice-friendly person of all time. I can't even do – like even some pepper is too spicy. I can't do medium salsa. I am very weak. I'm embarrassed <laughs> of it. I, 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 I truly consider it a handicap because I wish I liked spicy food. You I know, don't. I know
0: people. I'm related to people that don't like spicy, which is weird for me, but whatever. Um, but I've never heard anybody actually just come out and say, I'm, I'm weak, and I, I find it embarrassing. <laughs> I, I am. I, I feel like that is one of the biggest confessions I've ever had as a podcast host. <laughs> for a weak for, for <laughs> podcast. I've been living with it my whole life. However, I will say that I compromise a little
2: bit here. This is a little spicier than I would like. So it has a little kick to it, but definitely everyone that comes out it's mild. You can yeah. come out and everyone can enjoy it.
0: All right. Well let's take a few seconds and I will probably do some editing as well. But let's uh let's let's try the Juarez wing. It's 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 a little saucy. I think yeah. it's a dangerous toast, but we'll do it anyway. Yes.
3: And for the listeners, what we're dealing with is a how did you do these? It's mm-hmm. a fried wing.
2: It is. So it's a fried wing versus a, a smoked wing. Dry rub at first, fry it. Dry rub gives a little bit of extra crisp when it comes out of the fryer. So this one you're not going to get. Hopefully, that you will when you're at the competition, because I'm really focusing on the crisp. These have been sitting for a while, so now it's crispy. And so you, yes, we we fry it, and then we toss it in a wing sauce that we've spent the last four weeks creating, uh, so that you can maintain the crisp but get that really cool sauce flavor.
0: Well, now that we've eaten them, I'm not going to give you a verdict. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until after <laughs> you've answered all my question because I don't want things thrown at me during <laughs> all of this. Uh well, Chris let's uh, let's just kind of go back to the beginning a little bit. I know you were on the show last year to talk about this. Um this is the third time now that you've done this this competition. This fundraiser. This level, that's right. Yep. Um so just let's go back to the beginning a little bit. Why water? Why are why, are, why is that kind of the the thing that you chose, the passion that you've kind of set for yourself? How did that how did that happen? the water aspect
3: of it goes back to 2014 when the royals were in the playoffs those were good days right 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 i was at a playoff game and next to me was sitting jim and nancy allen jim's a uh, engineer over at burns and mac Uh, he's an engineer over at burns and mac and he also though uh, has a nine foot by eight foot water panel that they uh, his teams pack into suitcases And they take them to third world villages and install them over a period of a week. And he was telling me about this during the game, which, you know, getting my attention away from the game was pretty special. Well, he and I have (laughs) kept in touch for the last couple of years. And then in 2017, when my buddy had the gall to challenge me that uh, his wings were better than mine, and he was actually using drumsticks, which aren't wings, but anyway, that around that time, wow, now drumsticks. that's a
0: level of competition for wings that I have not heard. That, that drummies for you, drummies are out. No drumstick. Oh like drum! Oh full drumstick. It. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, you
3: know they're not really in the same. You know, they're the same animal, but different parts, right? But but we had a cook-off, and uh, it just so happened that we scheduled the cook-off, uh, the first NFL game of the regular season, which happened to be Chiefs at Patriots, which mm. worked out so beautifully for us. But we ended up uh, – it, it was just supposed to be him and me, and we were supposed to have some people over to my patio. And it turned into me having a, a band come out, and we outgrew what we could – physically you know, com- you know, accomplished on our patio. So I had to rent out the uh, community center over in the Winterset Park. Had about 150 to 200 people come out and we had eight guys cooking wings that night competing. And the whole night was so much fun and we didn't see it coming. Uh, so the next year, we formed the nonprofit, the 501c3 that you know today as Wings for Water, and partnered with some local community organizations, um, and last year, we had the first what I call public event, where everyone from the public was invited.
0: Well, I think that uh, my next question, then, is really, so So if we're going to come support you, and like, I'm, I'm going to support you because I'm going to eat wings, <laughs> and it's a good cause. All right, and it's a good cause. But where does where does my money go? How are we actually providing people with, with access to water? How are we getting them water?
3: Fair question. Last year, and every year I'm going to tell you, that uh, the, the proceeds from the event, we have a board, and the board decides you know, how to allocate it very strategically and honestly prayerfully. Last year, the organizations that we were supporting, uh, Coldwater, we wanted to keep it locally. Now, they're not traditionally a water-based organization. But they provide a lot of local needs to people in our own backyard, and so that was important to us. The other organizations that uh, we supported last year are Agua Viva, which is Jim Allen, who I told you about from the Royals game. World Vision, and they drill a lot of wells in sub-Saharan Africa for people who need water out there. About $50 uh, gets clean water for one kid for life through World Vision. So we were happy to support them last year. And then there's another organization called GiveSafeWater.org. A friend of mine, Chris Chaney, runs that here. And he partners with Sister Lorraine, who is a nun, and she takes trips to deliver water filters to single mothers. Uh, last year, she was focused on Nicaragua. This year, I hear she's focused on Haiti. And so her deal is she will go down and give the, the water filter to a mom of children. Uh, and that the covenant there is that the mother has to share the filter with at least two other families. And so for every filter, which lasts about 10 years, uh, for $25, there's actually three families that benefit from it. Wow. Yeah the fascinating fascinating people out there
0: i i feel like this is uh this is one of those one of those things that the more times you tell the story the the better people feel about i mean you're just you're getting great stories about about how it works and how you actually help people i mean just the fact that there's that kind of multiplier oh absolutely from hey if we provide it here it's going to go to three three mothers it's going to go to more i just i think the story behind it really really sells the need and and the type of good you can do in the world if you participate.
3: That's right. The other neat thing about this year especially is that my goal has always been to raise enough money before the event and sponsorships such that every dollar that's put into a bucket as a vote will go to clean water efforts directly. And because of great people like Chad and Sprint and UMB and the Van Allsdale Law Firm, so many other sponsors here in the area. Uh, we actually have a surplus going into the event. So literally, anyone who comes out to the event on September 5th and puts any money into a bucket or you know, votes by phone or with credit card, PayPal, whatever, every dollar that comes into the organization on September 5th is going to go. It's going to go directly to get clean water to someone who needs it.
0: That is awesome. Now, this is not to say, I'm sure... That you wouldn't accept more sponsorships or more donations. That's
3: absolutely right. Yeah, the the more sponsorships we get this year, the the quicker of a head start we get for next
0: year's event. Right. Yeah. Well, speaking of sponsors, let's uh, let's go over to the atomic sponsor, the the spicy sponsor that doesn't eat the spicy foods. Chad, <laughs> how did how did how did you kind of pull into this? What what was it the same kind of thing? You heard the story and that, that drew you in? How did, how did that connection happen?
2: I did. Actually, so funny story is I hadn't heard about the story at all. My family is somewhat new to the Lee Summit community. Uh, we've been here for about three years. And I am part of a referral madness group here at Bridge Space that meets every week. And when it came for my referral madness event on Wednesday, when I was leaving, happened to run into Chris. And Chris just stopped me. He must have call it divine intervention, I guess. But he literally stopped me and had a conversation and we just got to talking about ourselves and what we do and he told me about this and I told him about my agency and sort of the vision we have of of radically impacting the community and he says I think I have an awesome opportunity for you you know he's like you should listen to this event that we're doing I think it accomplishes what you're trying to do and I'd love to partner with you on that and so we talked for about 30 minutes and and he then came out to my office and talked to myself and my wife and and had a really really good conversation about the vision that they had what they were trying to do I love that it has sort of a dual purpose mission it helps locally and globally which I think is amazing and we were in really really quickly you know and, and reached out to him and said love to love to be the I think I called him that night you know we talked that day and I said I'll get back to you soon and I sent him an email that night we're in and and we've uh, been able to partner with him ever since in really trying to grow this as big as it can I'm sort of anybody that knows me I'm kind of an extra person. I, I I don't believe in doing things a little. I go evidence by maybe me spending the last four weeks trying to create the perfect wing is that I don't I'm, I'm too competitive. I can't do things a little bit. I got to do them a lot. So I want to figure out how many more people can I get to this event? How can I you know what what's my role in this and, and how can I as a sponsor do everything I can to not only make this as successful as it can be, but really have it be a spotlight for some cool things in Lee Summit because there are a lot of great things that Lee Summit does and this is one of them. And I want to tell as many people as we can about it. I want to share that story. I feel like that's something I get to be a part of. Really honored to do it. Lucky to be a part of the team here.
0: I, I think I think you're right that, that kind of attraction for the dual recipients that it's both local and it's global. You know, on, on this show we talk a lot about being involved locally because you can affect more change. Sure. Typically. In your own backyard than you can anywhere anywhere else but i think that is not to ignore that there are many 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 other needs outside of our backyard and so to be able to 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 make a local impact but also a pretty big impact Mm -hmm. elsewhere in the world i think you know that's that's a big appeal to people and and i would assume chris helps helps you kind of attract more people to this this event
3: Oh, it really does. And, you know, what I would consider this to be is uh, one of many bridges that the community of Lee Summit has to be able to, you know, go worldwide with what you do. And it was a neat thing because of the, the proceeds that we had from last year and from the early sponsorships from this year. Uh, when my wife got a call from a nurse friend of hers who was on a missions trip in Haiti at a school, literally when the well went dry. And she mm-hmm. texted my wife and said, "Hey, do you have any context for resources where we could get some money to get PVC pipe to tie into a local water line, so we can get clean water at the school, and we can cook again, we can have clean water again?" And it just brought literally brought tears to our eyes because we had the exact amount that they needed to get the project started, and that's least summit money. That's wow. going to Haiti that's to get so kids good. clean water, and that
0: you were able to just just meet that Ooh. need. Here it is. Here's the number.
3: Within a week, the check transferred.
0: That is fantastic.
3: And it's because people came out last year. It's because folks like you know Chad came out and sponsored the event, and you know we just want to be good stewards with what we're given.
0: Well, let's take a, let's take a, take a little break and re- reset. It's September 5th. September 5th. What time?
3: 5:30 is about when this band's going to start. Okay. And that's when wings are going to be on the serving table.
0: That is awesome. And it is in downtown Lee Summit at Bridge Space on Market Street. And Market Street's actually going to be closed from 2nd Street basically through the parking lot at Bridge Space. That's right. Um, and all of the wing tents are going to be in the the north parking lot, which is which is actually that city owned lot. If if, if people park for Amtrak, that's where they go. Um, you're going to have behind bridge space. You're going to have the football game going right. The football game will probably be on somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you know people tend to watch football. <laughs> uh, and 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 you've got band, you've got music, so you've got everything going. Well,
3: we actually have a special. Uh, surprise for this year it's not a surprise because now we're on a podcast right um the local is the band that played last year. do i year. get breaking news you get breaking news sweet we are going to witness lee summit west marching band's debut performance for the football season now, nice ice for water this year the next night will be their first performance at a football game but they're going to come here first 170 students marching on to uh, market street playing for us
0: that is fantastic yeah. Now, now, did that require some some of your uh, high-level lawyering, negotiating skills?
3: It just required a connection with a really kind heart within the school district of Lee Summit that really wants to be a part of the community. It worked out perfectly. Oh,
0: you, you see how I slipped in the attorney thing? I was afraid people would think too good of you, you and go. so I wanted to bring up that you're an attorney, so you're not at all. Awesome. I do have a day job. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's something that can bring down people's per, you know, perspective of you, is that, that you're a lawyer.
3: Yeah, it's like a joke. So a lawyer and an insurance guy got together. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. That's funny.
2: Something you said there, Chris, so I think it's important, um, having cool new attractions, very family-friendly events. You know, we want to, it's a place you can bring kids, you can hang out, you can watch a football game. I know a lot of uh, single dads at my church that moms have a Bible study and things, so the dads get to come get free food and walk the kids around. It's, it's designed for that. Um, when, when Chris told me about my space that I had being the, the sponsorship level I'm at, I didn't know how I was gonna fill it. And so another cool thing we're doing is a friend of mine, his name's Jeremy with Cinematic Visions here at Downtown Lee Summit, he has a mobile escape room. Um, and so it's actually two mobile escape rooms in this giant trailer. Um, they're sort of haunted house themed and they're designed to last for five minutes. So you're in this room and it's an escape room. You have five minutes to escape, which means you can get a lot of people through it. We're gonna have that there as well. So some cool attractions that people can come, try for free, uh, we want it to be extra. You know, we want to be more than. I think every year, from what I've seen, this just gets bigger and bigger. You know, this year is definitely the biggest that it's been.
0: Well, that uh, that's actually a good segue. So, people that want to get involved, you want to, they want to come out, they want to eat wings, they want to have some fun. Um, do they need to purchase tickets ahead of time? How how do people come out and and eat wings, Chris?
3: We like to make it easy.
0: Okay. They come out. People have been asking me for a year, you know, a year or
3: two. Do you do you want to sell tickets? You could probably earn more selling tickets. You know what? I don't want to. I, I really want people just to come out, and, and they vote with their money, right? They vote with their money, and so that's what I trust: is that if they come out, they're going to eat wings. You know, we we're going to have like 25 at least tents this year, so. There's a good chance people aren't going to be able to eat a wing from every tent, uh, but come see me if you I, do. I will. I will challenge that. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I challenge accepted. Yes, I want to meet everybody that does it. That that you know, special handshake for them. But uh, you know what I think is going to happen is when people come out, they're going to be moved because we will have tents set up uh, with people who represent. Uh, the organizations that we support, you know, Agua Viva, World Vision, et cetera. And so, my hope is to cause those collisions with those organizations, and people are going to be moved to give. And they're definitely going to be moved to vote because they're going to have my wings, and they're going to have Chad's wings, and they're going to have the other wings, and they're going to race back to my tent to throw their money in my bucket. So, it's just going to happen now. <laughs> right. So uh, what I'll
2: say is that I agree with you. They're probably going to do that. That means I need to bring way more people than you. So if, I, if I'm the rookie here and, and my wings are are the least tried wings, are, well, you've had five years of doing this now, right? Six years of doing this. I just need to bring more people than you. So there that's, you go. that's my goal. Absolutely. I'll win somehow.
0: Can, uh, if people want to uh, maybe try their luck to see if they're better than you, can, can teams still sign up? You know, Probably by the time the podcast is
3: aired, we will have the plot plan set up and organized. So it may be too late this year, but next year, absolutely. Um, we have individual sponsors. We have spicy level sponsors, which are corporate, uh, hot level sponsors, which are corporate kind of plus. And then we have like the Chad Juarez of the world who wants to go big. And so you will be able to come out and have a wing from every level of, uh, of, of you know company size or even individuals. And uh, I think what we're going to see is some of these individuals are actually professional cooks. And so we're going to have some really good wings at those individual tents too.
0: Now, if somebody wants to help out Wings for Water, maybe they can't make it that night, I'm sure that you are willing to let people get involved any way they can. Uh, how, ca- how can they contact Wings for Water? How can they maybe be a part of it? Maybe they want to look at sponsoring next year. Or they just, hey, this is a great story. Chris, can I write you a check? Can I volunteer some time maybe for next year? How can they get a hold of you?
3: Absolutely. Uh, two ways. Uh, we have email, wingsforwatercasey at gmail.com. Um, and my cell number, uh, I, I put it out there. It's 816 304 You are and, a brave uh, man. You know, I, it's 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 for water. So if you want to call me and talk about water, trust me, we can chat.
0: Listen, all <laughs> of my listener, my mother is going to call
3: you that. <laughs> yes. We also have a website, <laughs> wings4number4waterkc.org. Four, four, and that's another good way to get LinkedIn to us.
0: Fantastic. That sounds like uh, awesome. What else can we what else can we talk about? How can we make, I mean, I look I look I'm excited because wings. I don't know if I can say this enough. <laughs> wings. <laughs> uh, I really I'm still I'm still intrigued by these stories of of you got a phone call within a week you had a check for the exact number they needed just from this little thing and that you have somebody who was able to use it and and it if they took water to one place there were three mothers that that benefited from it all of this started from one meeting that just you know you hung out with one guy at a royals game which 2014 that was awesome but i I guess I, I, I'm really just curious about how those kind of things happen and how you get connected with those people that that just lead you down this path.
3: So it it definitely gets stranger than that, and you may have to edit this story because it's a little <laughs> bit long. But Nick, it, it's amazing. This gives me time to eat. There you go. It, it's really amazing how things work, you know how things work. Uh, you know, my face system I think matches Chad's, and so I think there's there's a much bigger reason that things like this happen. But the World Vision connection, that started back in 2016 when I was running the relay for the Kansas City Marathon. I had a team that I put together to run that, and I was on the fourth leg toward the end of the race. And this guy in front of me kind of came up hobbling, and it broke my heart because I saw his bib. He was a full marathoner. And he was around like mile 23 or 24. And i was like dude this stinks so, so i stopped with him and i kind of helped him stretch out his calf we walked for a few minutes together and he was wearing this unique jersey and it turns out it was a world vision jersey they're orange and bright and fun and he was telling me about world vision and why they raise money and so he had raised money through running the marathon right as he was telling me about this i thought that's really cool but then i said you know what i have a team that i'm on and i probably, probably better start running again so i had to take off and so I started running again, and it wasn't, I don't know, six or seven months later, for some reason it hit me, I wonder whatever happened to that guy, you know, did he finish the race? You know, how's this calf today, you know? And the weirdest thing was in April of 2017, uh, I go to Deerbrook Covenant Church, the World Vision crew came in to, you know, talk about what they do and what their vision is, and to see if any of us Deerbrookers wanted to do the full marathon to raise money for clean water. Well, who showed up that day? But Chris Hansel, the very guy that, out of the thousands of runners of the marathon, came up hobbling in front of me, and I sat and helped. And he was right there. And I told him my story about the World Vision shirt last year and how that's crazy. He just – his eyes got big. And he said, Chris, did that happen around mile 24? Because there was some bald dude who stopped and helped me. And it was the same guy, Nick. And so that – told me, I had a moment, I'm like, okay, so I'm supposed to run the full marathon and raise money for clean water, right? And just stories like that, when you stop and engage with the randomest people in your life, it's crazy to see what happens. And so I I formed a relationship with World Vision through that experience. And so in 2017, I trained for and ran the full marathon for World Vision and raised money for clean water efforts uh, while doing that. That happened to coincide with my buddy who dared me about my wings. And mm-hmm. so all of the money that was raised at the small event in 2017 went to World Vision because that's who I was raising money for at the time. And then from there, it just turned into people who know people and said, hey, you need to meet this guy named Chris. And that's just the connection.
0: So what is, uh, what, what's next? What do you have other goals for, for Wings for Water to, to, to grow it or are, uh, what, how do, what's your next plan? Here's an unpopular answer, no.
3: Uh, you know, I didn't intend for Wings for Water to become what it is today. I really didn't. It, it's not something that I thought, you know, hey, we got to work to make this happen. I took the approach of I'm just going to say yes to just about everything and see what happens. And so my goal for the next year, um, just as an individual, keeping in mind that there's a really strong board right behind me, right, and, and I'm a part of it, my goal is to say yes you know, to, to ideas, to connections. And my goal is to meet more people like Chad who want to be involved. And uh, just to provide them an opportunity and an avenue to do so.
2: I think Chris is being very humble here because that's not entirely true. He always has great plans. And I know that following (laughs) him on social media, I was able to see that he actually has this team of kids now, right, that are on a panel to sort of help kind of guide some of the things you guys are doing, give a different perspective. Is that right?
3: Uh, Yeah, that was a fun idea that we had this year. It's the Emerging Leaders Committee or the ELC. And I decided you know there's got to be a way to get high school students involved not just to you know show up to a meeting and eat pizza but to have real live leadership experience and so we formed the ELC this year to help us with the event and the goal is that I literally wanted to carve out certain tasks that need to be done for the event and assign it to the ELC and we had a meeting on my patio last Sunday night they elected leadership and uh, I gave them tasks and I said I'll send weekly emails but that's all you're going to hear from me. I want y'all to do it. And uh, so it gives them some leadership experience, some community service. And uh, honestly, it helps the event cuz they're legitimate, you know, meaningful tasks.
0: I think that's it's uh, great timing for you to bring up that you have this youth thing because this podcast right now in, is in the middle of <laughs> a bunch of teens taking over and talking about their things. And, and so I want to ask you, are you as impressed as I am with that next generation? Oh my goodness.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean We hear the millennial jokes, right? Right, and and I love them, but... Yes, and they're fun to tell, and and there's always a seed of truth. There was a seed of truth about our generation, right? right? And Well, I think
0: think they were right. Gen X was (laughs) bad. The
3: the seed of truth was correct, but the popcorn pop, I think, is overblown. And, but you know, I mean, it's weird. Millennials are working with us now. You know, it's crazy, because all of a sudden, these are adults, and these are logical, rational thinking people. And uh, just like everything else, you don't want to define a generation by a few, by a small percentage of super outspoken people on either side of a coin, right? And what I've seen in the millennials is they have a great way, just a great way to organize, a great way to carry out tasks, a great creativity, and most importantly, I think is the passion. And that's why I think people like Chad and I really look for not only in employees in our day jobs, but just you know, in the relationships, you seek out the people who have that passion.
0: Yeah, I, I think I would peg on those two things as well. I think I think passion and an ability to 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 organize. I mean, uh, yeah. that group's ability to bring more together to get something done that they care about it's, has been very surprising to me.
3: I'm sure there's sociologists out there somewhere who are very offended by what I said, and I'm sorry. I I, I didn't think this <laughs> answer through. We're talking off the cuff, but maybe that's the most natural response I can
0: give. Well, I think that I think that's a decent re- decent response.
3: Yeah,
2: I would agree. I think that. That generation, the, the thing that I love best about them is they're sort of a, an inclusive generation. Mm-hmm. They really want to bring people together. They're looking for, you know, they've grown up in the Me Too's and the Black Matters, Black Lives Matter and all the things that are trying to bridge gaps and build people together. And, and when I get to sit on some of these youth advisory board panels and work with great organizations here like Lee Summit Cares that, that is trying to hear the perspective of our teens today, uh, they, they're doing amazing things they, we, uh, the future is bright for, for Lee summit, for other communities, because I think Lee summit, even more so than a lot of other communities I've been a part of is really involved in making teens, uh, be able to operate at strategic levels, give them meaningful tasks, you know, um, broad level things to look at and strategize and, and they're doing a great job. They're hitting a home run. And I think we're going to only see more from that in how this generation is impacting what happens in, in this community moving forward.
0: Yeah. And maybe, Chris, they'll all help carry water. Hey, awesome. I just wanted to throw Absolutely. a little dad joke cliche in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Chris, let's do this uh, one more time. When and where are we having wings for water?
3: We're talking about Thursday night, September 5th, right here at uh, Bridge Space, downtown Lee Summit. It's the old post office. If anyone still doesn't know what Bridge Space is, I imagine everyone does. They should. Yeah. But 5.30 p.m., we're going to have the band uh, kicking off right there. And another dad joke, we'll also have football literally kicking off the regular season. And uh, marching band coming out, lots of dunk tank action, lots of mobile room action, uh, mobile escape room. Uh, Just, yeah, come on. Will
0: I have the opportunity to dunk you?
3: There's got to be suspense, right? I mean, there's nothing sacred. Well, I, I think suspense is whether or not I could hit the target. It's, it's really,
0: that's where the suspense is. I think my, yeah, my,
3: I have to answer that question with a question of my own. Like, how good of a throw are you?
0: Well, um, I'm recovering from a broken elbow, so probably not very good. I like our chance. <laughs> all right. There yeah. we go. And I'm sure there's probably a, a donation that would be involved with that opportunity. Okay. There we well, go. We can, talk we, there. we can figure that out. <laughs> Chris, Chad, thank you guys for sitting in and joining the show. And thank you both for bringing a, a great event into the community that will actually help real people. And so thank you guys and good luck. We Thanks. will talk to everyone next time. Thanks week. for all you do, Nick. Yes. Thank you. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast is brought to you by Shred KC. I want to take a minute here to I wanna I wanna promote a podcast. The Shred Team. They have a podcast called Shred. I uh, It's a surprise. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's hosted by Shred Owner Ryan Waters and Lee Summit resident Aaron Simpson, who happens to own a few anytime fitness gyms. It's a pretty good show, Jason. They're about 35, 36 episodes in. So they're probably hitting their stride. They are starting to hit their stride. They offer a lot of tips and advice for people who want to change their lifestyle, to live a little healthier, to, whether, it's, whether it's you're
1: losing weight, you want to gain strength, whatever it is, um, they've got some tips for you, and it's, it's turned out really well. So they do it in the same fashion that the, the fine folks at Shred we've talked about many times and how they, how they have handled your uh, fitness journey as well as any others? Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's very uh, supportive. And informed me on some of the recent
0: episodes, they've talked about explaining supplements, so that you kind of know what that game is, because there are, I don't know if you've ever walked into to that section of a store or to a supplement store, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, there are a to, lot of letters you, and stuff. <laughs> um, so they've had success stories on there, some guests to talk about what they've done. Um, we do a mailbag episode with them every once in a while, where where they have me on and I get to read them questions from listeners, and they answer those. So it's it's very very interactive. It's a good show. Catch the Shred podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps.